Hello and welcome back to the Popskies podcast. Today we have a special episode. Uh, we have a debate today. Uh, this is your host Tahir, and I am joined by Abiram. Yo, yes. And uh, from the Mentorpad podcast, your special guest, Rabin. Yeah. <laughs> and my co-moderator today is Afif. Yo, hello. And let's get this started. Uh, for the topic of this debate, we have taken: uh, Is the Joker overrated? Uh, and can I know who's for and against this topic before we get go ahead? I am against it, but yeah, I'm pretty much unprepared for this. <laughs> I'll say that, and yeah, I'm against the. Yeah, I don't think Joker's overrated. And uh, that means Abira. Yeah. I uh, I mean if you say it, if you say it like that it's, it makes me sound like a douchebag but I'll explain what I think okay That means Abiram thinks the Joker is overrated uh, No no I I want to preface one thing I do like the movie I don't hate the movie <laughs> Please don't kill me over, You just think it's overrated like it doesn't deserve uh, the... I I I'll, I'll explain what that means it's okay. not it's probably not what people think Okay okay Well I hope you both are ready Cause I want a nice, clean debate. <laughs> I'm, I'm just you know improvising on the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I just watched <laughs> the movies. That's it. Okay. I'm just gonna <laughs> go for it. Okay. Okay. So the way a debate works is, uh, I'll flip a coin, and uh, you guys can decide who goes first. So, who's calling it? I'll go with heads. That leaves me with tails. And. It's tails. Okay. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So, Abiram, what are you gonna decide? I'll actually let Rebin begin this one. Oh, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's. <laughs> <laughs> Life felt is. This movie is like a game changer for me. Like, for like last couple of years, all the movies I've seen is I know I haven't seen a superhero, so I mean a supervillain movie as deep and as insightful as Joker. Because there's a lot of stuff that you know that's closely related to the comics. I read the comics a lot, and I felt like what what I liked about Joker the most is his his character is not that easily explained, and it's really hard to make an origin story out of out of the, out of a character like Joker. So what they have done in, in this movie is they made it you know you ca- they done justice to Joker's character throughout this movie. I mean that's what I felt like. You can really see someone like Joker come out from situations that happen in the movie. For Joker, and it, it, it did well as a supervillain movie, and as as well as a very good psychological kind of a movie as well, like an, a normal as fucking movie rather than a superhero movie. In both the terms, it did really well. That's what I felt. And yeah, now I think Abiram can talk. I I don't have much. I haven't prepared much on this. This is what I felt so far. Hmm. Um. Yeah. As far as it being different and shit. Yeah. It is. Not no doubt. Like in the current landscape of superhero movies, definitely the Joker is more more like an art house indie movie or whatever. But is it the question is whether it is a good representation of that form form of storytelling? Is it? It's uh, definitely trying to, you know, um, it definitely has influences from old uh, Scorsese movies. Two movies in particular, Taxi Driver and Game of Comedy. That both the directors, both uh, the director has come out and said this. So. Now the question is whether it is a good is is it as good as what is influenced from? So, I feel like the elements that the movie that the Joker, 
um like the elements that it borrows from these movies i don't think it does nearly as good as those movies and my issues are like i will agree it does have really good things in it no doubt about that um but i feel like there are some issues that are prevalent in the storytelling of the joker and that's where my main issue lies so that's my whole thing okay so like what he said yeah it's influenced by scorsese movies and dude i'm like a huge fan of taxi driver that's like one of my favorite movies all time uh and again what see yeah joker is obviously copied from the taxi driver but i don't mind if movies copy from the taxi driver cuz taxi driver has set such a good standard of what a good movie is and joker being copied from that like be, making a character like joker from a theme like from the taxi driver that's pretty fucking cool for me and that and i felt this and and the two movies had similar themes and they both did really well in those like in those aspects explain our character as you know a mental black breakdown of a character properly explained in both these movies that's what i felt okay so like as far as the taxi driver influence uh, that's cool and all but i prefer that if a movie is um, borrowing elements from different movies right i i would still like for it to have something different to say like mm-hmm. it may have the same plot of taxi driver and the king of comedy if you it's it's somewhere it's something that's meshed together from both those movies for sure but like does it have something new to say that's my question that's what i want to find out do you think but it has something new to say but it's different from taxi driver right because in taxi driver he doesn't completely spiral into insanity he he reaches a point where he he gets you know he gets a chance to be you know seen again yeah redemption yeah, yeah. he gets a chance there's a redemption chance angle there and in joker that doesn't happen joker he just bad shit just keeps happening to him and then he spirals that's i think it's different in that way though You see a person yeah, I guess actually the, getting insane. I, I guess that's I guess that's my one issue with the movie in the fact that it's mm-hmm. very oh, very surface level shit. Like it's just bad shit happening to him. There's no like mm-hmm. further things below that. Like in the start of the movie, he's just getting what kicked kicked by different people and mm-hmm. then like and then he gets fired from his job and then like everyone is just shitty to him. There's not even a single ounce of goodness in this movie that's that's that's, that's that, what he felt was bad about it i felt no i felt i felt it was surface level there wasn't any mm-hmm. depth to it it's just all like surface level shit like oh it's just bad shit happening to him and it's like i i would i was still i would have liked a little bit more nuance like some at least some kind of positivity or something to balance that and then you know some variety it's just bad shit happening to him i i mean i don't Can I mind something yeah sure uh how would you compare the joker to the taxi driver movie oh, okay for, for as far as the um ta- as far as taxi driver goes the whole like in that movie it's more about everyone is shitty the world is shitty and then the main character wants to erase the shittiness so it's that kind of a theme that movie mm-hmm. and obviously there are moments like some moments where like in taxi driver there's a moment where he's pointing the gun to his head or whatever and then in the joker you have the same thing this visual symbolism and shit like that not so much um uh, is taken from taxi driver i found more similarities with king of comedy more than taxi driver in king of comedy you have the main plot of this stand up comic trying to be you know he's trying to get fame or whatever trying to get big and he idolizes a famous talk show host so that's pretty much more seen in the joker movie 
So that's what I'm saying. It's the just elements taken from, and plus in King of Comedy you have the whole delusion element, like the main character sees, like he sees himself in scenarios that are clearly in his head, which is also used in Joker. So that's where my similarities. That's what that's what I think uh, were can, drawn can from ask, from those two uh, movies. What do you think um, Joker copied from? Kings of Comedy and uh, this thing and Taxi Driver. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, but then the uh, yeah, but then the people who are making this movie have come out and said that it's uh, influenced from. Yeah, yeah, it's influenced. It's influenced. But again, I felt like it was a, it was intentional. Like people need all. I think before the movie was marketed, they said this is directly influenced yeah, from yeah, Taxi yeah, Driver because the time of the movie what was up in the same time frame as what happens the events in Taxi Driver in the '70s, right? No, no, my Let's question see, is yeah. whether it does anything different think, yeah. than I think it was that's not in those movies. But I felt like Joker was very different from Taxi Driver. Like I, I, I understood the in, how it was influenced though. But the movies are very different because uh, in Joker there was a, a, a mother and a, a mom in the movie, right? But in Taxi Driver he's all alone yeah, all then, the time. No, but and then King of Comedy there's a mother too. Yeah. He lives with his mother alone, so it's that it's borrowed from that. <laughs> Support from that as well. Okay, I don't know. You know <laughs> yeah, you should have probably but watched that. <laughs> I felt like <laughs> I should have watched that as well. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, there's more comparison with King but of Comedy more than Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is more like some things are taken, but most shit is taken from uh-huh. King of Comedy. For example, uh, oh yeah, another big thing is um, a not so subtle thing that they took from King of Comedy in the King of Comedy movie. Um, De Niro is the delusional guy who's going after the talk show host. But in Joker, De Niro is the talk show host. But my problem is that, like, I feel like this movie doesn't really do anything new. Or sure, like it's like as a whole, you know, the idea of a Joker movie is very different. It's like it's not. It's very different from the uh, current set of movies that we see. That's for sure. But even then, uh. If okay, if you remove the name Joker from this movie, do you think this movie would be given as big as a f- shit that it is right now? Yeah, that that's that's what I said in the starting. Even if this didn't they didn't market this as a Joker movie, it would have. I don't know well. about that. I feel what I felt is no. Yeah, it it wouldn't have done as good oh. as this, but I still think it would have been an Academy Award-winning movie. Mm. That's what I still feel because the acting was insane, the camera was insane. And everything about the movie, the set design, everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with those two, the, with those things that you said, the camera, the set design, uh, yeah. the acting, all that's great. I'm calling out the story. <laughs> the, st- the story also, bro. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I find the story. What, okay, my issue story? with the story is that it's very surface level. There's, there's, there's no depth to it. It's just basic. Like, oh, uh, it's just, it doesn't really add anything new. Like I said before, like for example. Um, the ho- okay. This is mm-hmm. one problem I have. The movie, like the whole delusion concept, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but when I was watching the movie, it was so predictable that his girlfriend was a delusion. I don't know if, if it. Yeah, that even that that even yeah. I felt. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what. So uh, that same element, right? It's present in King of Comedy, but in King of Comedy, it's done in a way more subtle manner. But in Joker, it's all like. Spoon-fed to you, and it's very easy to tell what is real and what is not. So, for example, like when he finds out that the girlfriend is not real, right? When he walks into that apartment, um, 
what he's uh what she says is that oh your name is Arthur right so when she says that that's when the audience realizes oh this is like this is all like this, everything we seen till now was uh like fake right but then they proceed to show like flashback sequences like in a very spoon feeding manner which i didn't like i felt like they could have gone for for example that element they could have gone in a more subtle manner like they didn't have to like i feel like like the elements that they chose to choose to tell the story they did it in a very basic mm-hmm. manner yeah i felt that was a weak part of the movie as well that that specific portion it didn't really but other than that, i'll tell you one thing the scene where he shoots those two people in the subway and he does that dance right yeah, yeah, yeah. in the wash the bathroom for me that scene was insane i've never seen such a good scene in a movie oh, for a long time uh, it was put, put so <laughs> i well. feel i feel the opposite i didn't understand what the whole huh? dancing symbol is what that dancing thing symbolized i didn't you, quite you, get that you, because that, that's when he finally that's when he, that's when he finally you know learned that he could be free with himself free with his body and finally re- reach that point where he's completely insane that's what i i got sure that, that and for me that was yeah, that's what scene. even i thought yeah. too then i went to the sc- then i thought mm-hmm. oh okay so that's uh, something that's probably present in the script and then i read the script and i was like oh that thing is not in the script <laughs> what <laughs> that thing was uh, what is on the, the dance it the was dance? improvised what are you serious oh, yeah improvised yeah yeah that i did not know crazy. that yeah I, I love that scene i, I love that scene and the scene where he goes <laughs> on the steps in the last oh, i agree i i i agree with that Fuck there are word. some certain symbol symbolistic hmm. symbolistic that's not a word uh Could symbolism elements that let's make it a word then okay <laughs> no but <laughs> like the steps aspect like in the beginning of the movie he's climbing the steps it's all moody and sad and all that shit and then after he kills those two people whenever you see him using the steps he's going down so i found that cool you know that's a cool little thing that they did with the whole steps thing and then but then even then okay, like, the okay, colors okay, using the movie sorry, yeah it was really good really s- nice look you told me that when you watch the hmm. movie again you it was boring right yeah that's yeah Okay so but you said the taxi driver wasn't boring when you watched it again. Yeah, I felt it was dull. So why like can you what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. I um I think the main I think the main reason for that is I feel like in Joker with the exception of okay with the uh minus the exception of Arthur all the other characters are one dimensional as fuck. Like there's nothing to them. I think in Taxi Driver and King of Comedy you have like all the characters in that movie in those movies right they have like different layers to them and their their interaction with the main characters super interesting but as in uh, Joker right let's take different examples to prove my point for Arthur and his mother what kind of interaction do they have it's just basically his mother saying that he's not really funny or and you know they talk about his illness or whatever and then she, they, they don't have that much of an intera- interaction besides that and then the setting up of the back story and what she did to him and all that besides that there's no real relationship there that's one thing and then him and his um, girlfriend character who does she even have a I, name I, in the movie I mean, <laughs> i mean it's not important though like like i didn't whatever See that's my uh, problem like <laughs> if if you're trying to sell us the fact that at, okay at least they could make the whole idea that like it be the whole delusion aspect when it came to her became too obvious because 
Like whenever they had scenes together, she didn't talk at all. So it became too obvious that it was a delusion. Like if they had like a meaningful conversation or she interacted, showed some kind of a personality, shared her dreams or whatever, she didn't do any of that in the movie. And that kind of like, you know, I mean, made it so easy to uh, tell that it was a delusion. Wasn't it the same and then, as well? Like the only person with, you know, not one dimensional personality in the movie was the person he loved, like, you know, was falling in love with the female in the movie, right? Other than that, there was no no other significant characters in Taxi Driver as well. That's what I I thought. Oh, what about the prostitute oh, teenager? Yeah, yeah, basically the only the yeah the two women in that yeah both of them. But then again, it's still it's still centered yeah, around that one person. It, both these movies. That's what I felt. You don't really give space for other characters in this. It's like it's always shown in the perspective of the sure, but then uh, what about of the main person in the in this case it's the the guy and Joe. Sure, but um, but I feel like you can do that while also having good supporting characters. Like mm-hmm. you can have a plot centered around the main character. I felt like Taxi Driver also had supporting really characters. The supporting characters. It felt on you know this is so centered on Robert De Niro's character in that movie. Ah, but then with Joker, right? Yeah. With the Joker, it is it's a mm-hmm. character that whose whole you know ho- the whole setting up of the formation of the Joker, right? It all depends on how he interacts with people and what they do to him, right? Yeah, that is that. But then again, you. Yeah. What about Thomas Wayne in the film? Do you think he was one-dimensional as well in his role? Hmm. Uh, I found him. Okay, this is my thing. Like, if you take the movie on its own, on its own, right, without any context to who Thomas Wayne is, then that character is one-dimensional. But if you have if you know Thomas Wayne from the other movies and from the comics, this iteration is more interesting because in the other iterations, he's portrayed as a very good guy, billionaire type character. But in this movie, he's more of a uh, half prick, half good intention type. Yeah, he's a bit uh, more a darker side of Thomas Wayne. A bit. Only a bit? Uh, a bit. Only a bit? Yep, a bit. <laughs> Okay, so do you yeah. think Thomas Wayne is yeah. a bit altered from the comics and that yeah, might have ruined the? But I, I didn't really mind. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Because I I used to I used to follow the comics a lot. Not like the comics. I used to read graphic novels of Batman and stuff. For me, I didn't really mind that the the movie made a lot of alterations to the original comics. It still did a pretty good job of telling a you know a decent origin story for Joker. That's what I felt. Okay, so like, how would okay, you like now, um, um compare this movie to the one that was in the comics, one animated series? The Dark series. Knight movies. No, no, See, no again, the, one, Dark Knight, the one animated mm, series, one where yeah. they had the original Joker story from. The Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Killing, yeah, the Killing Joke. I read the comics of the Killing Joke, and that had a very interesting uh, story as well. In that, it's basically how Joker was. And that had a really fucked up story. You could say because that lot more should happen to him in this origin story than it did in this one. But in this one, it's more dependent on childhood trauma, mm-hmm. like this Joker. What happened to him in childhood is what made him insane. But in the Killing Joke comic, it's different. It's okay. what happens to him when he becomes like it happens. He has a wife also in that, so people kill his wife also in that. So he goes into the really fucked up state. He was he was he was actually happy. S- sorry, spoiler okay. alerts for yeah, the Killing yeah. Joke. Those who have uh, not read it, I'm so sorry. People, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's what happens in the uh, that's what happens in the comics. So this happens to him in a later stage of his life. It's not like a childhood kind of a thing, 
but in this movie is more of what happens to him and his childhood and then and the, the fucked up relationship is more had with the boyfriend all that stuff is what affected him to be the crazy individual he, that he is in the movie you can you can kind of empathize with him okay. in this movie that's what i felt <coughs> like why he's he's gone into that because normally in the books it's shown as he's fallen into this tub of chemicals and stuff and that that that's what creates joker but in this movie they had a much better explanation that you could more you know empathize with and also not be like you know it doesn't sound outlandish that's what i felt hmm okay then my question is okay to you who okay what characteristics make up the joker he's random as fuck that's what i feel you can't predict his personality okay hmm would you say would you say he's very intelligent, yes, he's intelligent and, and competent plus but he's always living in the moment he doesn't really care about the consequences of what he does hmm do you think this joker would be competent enough to go ahead no, on head with the back time if you give him enough time i think he would <laughs> Yeah. I don't know about that. Cuz in, in the end <laughs> you my see question. Donald smile on his face, right? <laughs> that's when he realizes this this is what he wants to do. Yeah. That's when uh, he realizes finally happened. In my op- in my opinion the movie should have ended there. In it my opinion end, the right? movie should have ended there because the mm. movie starts off with him Look. No, it didn't. Just, there was one extra scene with him in Arkham. Just one extra scene, that's it. But that I don't think that really ruined what he that scene in the end with this smi- smile on his face. I didn't quite. I didn't quite. I felt the ending was unnecessary. Like, the movie should have ended. What is he? Like you, like you. I agree with you on that. But yeah. Yeah, because like in the beginning of the movie, he's trying to form a smile, and then by the end, he gets a smile. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect bookend ending kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I felt like, yeah. And then there are, uh, there are people online who like for all the like if an if anyone points out like. problems they have with the movie right then the first thing that they say is oh it's probably all in his head i hate that about this movie i hate that one that whole notion that people can easily say oh if if there's anything wrong with the movie they can use that it's all in his head or that thing was a dream as an excuse yeah yeah i, I get that, what you're saying but but what yeah, i feel is when you make a really good movie mm. you always leave it to the audience to decide right that's what i feel That's what makes a good movie. <laughs> there are some movies that do really good storytelling. There are some movies that have you know has these loose ends that you have to somehow figure out how the movie works. I like those kind of movies as well. I think Joker is one of those movies. We got you know had to like slowly think what happens. Yeah, leave the end. Yeah, yeah. That's also kind of cool. So you don't like movies with ha- that have a very ambiguous ending? Oh, with the oh with the ambiguous ending? No, I do like that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like movies that rely only on that. I don't like. Hmm. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Not completely, but the whole delusion thing was a major element that I feel like they didn't do well enough. That's my thing. I mean, opinions can change on that, but like I said, with that one example of the girlfriend character, and then. like i don't know just the way they presented the whole delusion thing i felt like it was very on the nose very easy to tell like for example there are people saying that everything remember that part where he goes into the yeah, fridge that's just a theory dude i've heard that theory before but i don't think that has any yeah so there are people it's out there theory. saying that everything after it's the fridge theory, is yeah. a dream 
I don't. That is, you know, <laughs> obviously yeah, that's not what the yeah, right thing. That's, that's, yeah, that's such a dumbass theory because <laughs> that's not what he meant. I don't think he would. Yeah, like, he uh, worked this hard just to like me <laughs> fucking say that he he dreamed all this shit in the fridge. <laughs> I don't. That's definitely not what happened. <laughs> don't believe those people. What? Yeah, and then there are people saying the whole movie is a dream. So I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the. Well, since there have been like so many interpretations of the Joker. I want to I would like you both to stack up your like versions of Joker and like which one's best and is this one the best Joker interpretation that you've seen on cinema Ooh like compare the movie compare the movie you can compare the surrounding of the character you can, you can compare the character as well or you can compare the actor as well okay There's no there shouldn't be any okay. bias okay like Wait wait question question are you saying only live action or are you including everything I'm including everything I'll I'll let you guys go for Mark 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 Hamill as well his voice Cuz her voice is a character Fuck as well that stuff so, you know, okay you can't, you can't put that out Yeah 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 I yeah. mean we both in agree that Jared Leto was pretty fucking shit yeah. right Who <laughs> Who's that I don't know who that is I don't know who that person is Jared Leto And Suicide Squad, the Joker. Mate, that's the joke. I don't know who that is. That's the entire joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck. He's, he is okay. irrelevant. I thought he legit didn't know. I thought he, he legit didn't know. That, that, dude, that was such a bad job, dude. Like, oh, fuck. How can you fuck that up so bad? It's a combination of dude, people who bad. didn't understand the character and a person who do not, did not know the character. <laughs> Exactly. What the fuck? This dude was driving a Lambo and he had he had a proper suit on, the proper hair and tattoos. Why the fuck would the Joker do that? That's not the fucking Joker. He pu- he had he looked like a fucking he had fucking yeah. da- he had damaged tattooed on his forehead. That's enough for me. It's uh, it's so fucking corny, man. Okay, let's move on to it. the next Joker because <laughs> enough of Jared Leto hate. Okay. <laughs> irrelevant. Okay. Uh, irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what are we talking about? Yeah, the Joker. <laughs> Joker. I'll start with my favorite interpretation of Joker. I think it's still uh, Heath Ledger for me because what I felt is when I look at that character, I don't see Heath Ledger. I just fucking see the Joker. There's no. You can't see the actor bit behind that you know character because he's done it so well, and you know Joker is known for being ambiguous, and he's done he's pulled that off so well. Whereas Joaquin Phoenix has done, a, a, you know, you can't really judge those two. So as you know, with the current movies, because in the Joker, you don't actually see the Joker. You only see in the last part where he gets into that insane face. He, he hasn't really acted out that character that much. So I would say, as so far, you know, it's always been Heath Ledger for me. Let's see in the future if that might change. I wanted to change as well. I don't want Heath Ledger to keep like such a huge standard for being, a, you know, being the Joker. But it's really it's a really hard role to pull off. He's mm. done it really well. That's what I feel. Hmm. Um. For me, unlike most people, I don't really have a bias towards any. Like I don't really like the Joker. Is not really one of my favorite characters or anything. But I I I like him as a character. But like I, it's not one of my favorite characters that I completely, you know, I'm obsessed with or anything. So I don't have any preconceived bias towards Heath Ledger or. Mark Hamill or um, what's the other guy, Jack Nicholson or anyone like that. But if I had to pick one, then obviously it has to be Heath Ledger because come on, like he was in the best movie. 
<laughs> and then he had the best <laughs> yeah yeah he has he had the best performance his character was written the best his character had the more memorable lines i cannot remember many like as as much as i love walking phoenix's performance i can't really remember many lines of his other than the really memeable lines that everyone is memeing but yeah that's basically it. and then you have to give kudos to mark hamill mark hamill is he is the animated and games joker that's pretty much all him so yeah mark yeah. hamill and heath ledger i mean and jack nicholson right for his time he was amazing yeah he did a really good job yeah he did a really yeah. good job yeah you know man it's it's I just mean, a, sh- known for it's just a psychos, shame so. that yeah yeah it's yeah. just a shame that he's overshadowed by heath ledger because yeah Yeah, Heath Ledger, so, I don't know. He really pulled it off, dude. I, I don't think anyone. It's really hard to reach that level of Heath Ledger because I think he went. He really went insane after that role, right? He lost a bit. You know, people say that, but I can actually believe that he went insane after that role because he's he's done such a good job. I mean, this was this character. <coughs> this was the thing, like um, Heath Ledger and Jared Leto, right? Both of them are method actors, and both of them method acted for the Joker, but. Uh, Heath Ledger, he was more into the idea of understanding the Joker's psychology. So he locked himself in a room, you know. He talked to himself, you know, did some mannerisms and tried to be the character in that way. And Jared Leto's idea of method acting was sending condoms to his castmates. Hmm. So you can, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> he sent. Dead rats, condoms. Yeah, yeah that's. that's yeah, that that was his. See, see that itself tells you that in his head he thought the Joker was a prankster or some shitty. Yeah, some shitty YouTube prankster. That's what he thought. <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> he, he thought he was fuzzy tube. Uh, cause because there was this is an origin story. Did this sort of ruin the movie in any aspect, at all? Because this is a character that no one knows anything about. So the writers had a lot of freedom of making, altering the universe, changing stuff, you know. So did this in does this in any way ruin the movie or make the movie in your case? So I want you both to discuss on this. Do you wait? Wait. Do you mean like have it being an origin story? Having it being original origin story and pretty much an original story. Like it wasn't like you know, like no one knows this. This isn't the or- a real uh, origin story of the Joker. This is a made up story of the Joker, right? Like you can't put this in the sure, comic yeah. book. You can't put this in the comic book uh, universe. It's it doesn't it doesn't gel with it. So how would you like? Does this yeah, it's does an this thought thing. does this does this like does this does this fact make make it the movie or ruin the movie? Like this question. When it comes to okay, uh, I guess when you ask that question, I have to go and talk about adaptations. So when you adapt a character, I I don't care what kind of a story the character is in. You can make your own original story, whatever. I, all I care about is that the heart of what made the character great in the original source material is there in the movie. That's all I care about. And um, I guess that was one issue. I like for me, you know, Joker is chaotic. You know, he's rebellious. He's random. He's intelligent cunning he's all those things right all that most of those things came in the last 20 minutes of the movie and uh, of course this is not an 
this is by no means a purely Joker movie. No, it's an origin story for sure. But the whole po- uh, aspect of him having multiple, like his origin is supposed to be multiple choice. So that's how it was portrayed in the comics. Even though in the Killing Joke, right, they portrayed one character and him going through shit and all that. But even then, it was presented that in a manner where it could have been in a multiple choice. That because after that origin is shown in the comics, the Joker says, uh, "That's how I remember the events one day, and in another, and another day I remember remember the events in another way, leading us the viewer to believe that, yeah, it's still not he's still not a, not a very good reliable narrator or anything like that." So I wish more of that aspect was in the. Joker movie, so I guess that kind of bumped me out a little bit. It was pretty much a straightforward origin story. Even with the delusional aspect, there are aspects of the movie where you can't really say it was del- an illusion or uh, all in his head because that wouldn't make sense. So I don't know. I I was kind of disappointed, but there are aspects I really liked about the movie. So yeah, like for example, the cinematography, the acting, the Overall, color grading, all that shit. So what I felt like when I went for the movie, I was expecting like a proper, like you know, him turning into the villain through in the movie, but that didn't happen. It, it the whole movie was basically his origin story. So I expected something, and I went and I got something else. But I wasn't disappointed with what I got as well. I got a really good origin story for a villain. So that's what I felt. Uh, but what I felt like the only thing about the movie that was lacking is. Joker is known to be really intelligent, right? And that mm-hmm. wasn't explored much in the movie. So you can't really, you can't really predict this Joker to be a smart, you know, smart villain in the future. Like someone who's really smart who will plot, you know, against the Batman and stuff. That's what I felt. Uh, so in that way, it kind of disappointed me as an origin story. But as a movie, it really, it really did wonders for me. Because as a normal, I I felt like this could pull off a, an Academy Award. The acting performances, how the story was kept, but it, oh, it wasn't a good it did. superhero universe <laughs> movie. That's what I felt. Yeah, it did. I I really figured it it would win something <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Because that was the focus. Yeah, no, no doubt he yeah. deserved the I, award. I, like I said, it, it's not a good superhero movie in my. I mean, like a superhero universe kind of a movie in my opinion, but it's such a good, uh, you know, standalone separate kind of a movie. That's what I felt. Hmm. You said standalone movie, right? But then they were they were making these connections to the to a greater universe with Batman and all that. Did that bother you, or did it gel perfectly for you? That didn't. I don't think they made you know really hard reference. Only that kid Bruce Wayne scene was there, but I felt like that was such a you know it didn't really matter for me that that Easter egg or something was there. Hmm. Like it didn't really ruin the story. It it still you know it still wasn't the right track hmm. even when. When those references were there, so it didn't really matter for me. While it, it did, while it did just while that matter. whole aspect mm. wasn't a problem for me, there were some people saying that that the whole Bruce Wayne connection and the Thomas Wayne connection, that story arc was kind of pointless, so it didn't really need to be there or whatever. So I was just asking if you felt something like that. Thing is, they wanted they wanted to make a really good movie, and they needed to sell it to a large audience. So I think that's why they went with Joker. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. No, no. Huh. My question is, you know how the movie has connections to, like, they connect him huh. to Thomas Wayne, to and then they show yeah, the Bruce yeah. Wayne shit. So did that, mm. like, but that's such a small element of a greater story in the movie, right? 
So yeah, yeah. did the inclusion of the whole small element? I mean, yes. Not Bruce Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Sorry, not Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry, Thomas Wayne. That would be crazy. Yeah, that really fucks him over to the point uh, where he loses his shit. That's when I think one of the main uh, breaking points in his head, right? Mm-hmm. He finds out this guy's not his dad. Mm. No, because like there were some people online who were saying that the whole the whole death scene, you know, at the end with his parents being murdered by a random guy influenced by the Joker, all that shit felt kind of forced or whatever. I don't know. Uh, it didn't bother me, but I can see where they're coming from too. Final question for the <coughs> day. It's not related to the debate. It's just a random question that I want to ask both of you. Uh, who would you like? Do you think? Do you think he uh, Joaquin should go on doing the film, the character Joker, or who would you like to see cast as the Joker in the next movie? If there is one. So yeah, what I feel is yeah, I don't think Joachim Joachim has done his best in this movie. I felt. Like I think we should we should you know move on explore more uh, elements of this character. Like I feel like someone like Johnny Depp would do a really good job. Hmm. Johnny Depp is perfect because he's done those characters like Pirates of the Caribbean. He's done those really eccentric yeah, kind of a character. Do, do, yeah, I think he would do, do a really good job. I can imagine Joker as well. Yeah. Johnny Depp could pull it off. Oh yeah, I was uh, so when I had this idea, I was thinking like it depends on what type of a Joker I wanted to see. If I want to go for a like old man joker type thing right like a dark knight returns version F- fuck it let's go for william defoe mm. why the fuck not yeah william defoe yeah 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 and lately lately he's been killing it especially with the lighthouse which he yeah, should have yeah. been nominated for if we were going for a younger like joker who's in his 30s or 40s then why not uh go for um jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal true true that is you know that was my first uh that's the first like a guy I picked in my head. Okay, so both have proven your points. Like the conversation, very in depth. Got a lot to got a lot a lot to know about like stuff that I didn't know about the movies, about the Joker character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, uh, you can't just you can't just announce a winner, you know. But it was a good debate nonetheless. We both had very very yeah. valid yeah. points. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll let fucking the audience decide, I guess. <laughs> you know. Thanks for watching, and please listen to us on Spotify, Castbox, iTunes, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, peace. Okay, so whoever is listening, uh, please subscribe to the Mentorpad podcast on Spotify. We interview individuals who are respected in their fields and love what they're doing and get to know how they got there. So please subscribe to the Mentor Bird Podcast.